bit of luck as well, I guess. Okay. Uh, and good. as we were talking before, connections, I yep. guess, I reckon that helps. And being open and talkative, I think yeah. that helped me a lot. As my wife would call me sometimes, an uh, asshole. An asshole. <laughs> asshole, yeah, because I make too many questions. Good. Like, I reckon that helps a lot. Hello and welcome to the most intelligent selection podcast, Gold Coast. I'm your host, Paul Collins. And over the past 20 years, I have had to learn a lot about personal development and success strategies to go from barely surviving to absolutely thriving. Well, it's time to give back to the people of the Gold Coast and who knows, maybe further afield. So I'll be interviewing business owners, influencers, for want of a better word, and anyone with a voice and something positive to say so that we can help Gold Coasters and others increase their levels of success in all areas of their lives. Hello and welcome to the Most Intelligent Selection Podcast, Gold Coast. This is episode 12, and today, well today has been Brazilian Day for me, recording this morning, lovely Brazilian lady, and this evening an equally lovely Brazilian gentleman, Bruno Scalon. Is that how I pronounce your name, Bruno? That's it, yeah. That's, that's how I pronounce it. Yeah. Um, a nice easy one. Bruno was my student a long time ago. I don't, I'm not sure if you were my student, Bruno. I know your wife I was. was. Yeah. But uh, you were at the school where I was a teacher. But I'm old and forgetful, so who knows. Bruno, if you would not mind, before I ask you the questions, if you could introduce yourself to the people listening, uh, and we'll see how we go from there. Over to you. My name is Bruno. I'm from Brazil, small town called uh, Bento Gonçalves. It's mainly like an Italian town, so 90% of the population has Italian background. I've been living in Australia since 2008. I came with my wife, Adriana. We now we have become citizens a few years ago. I can't remember now. We live by the mountains. We just moved two years ago to decided to live on the mountains. And uh, what else? I work with sales. And, uh, yeah, that's it, man. Fantastic, you do. Very jealous. You live on the mountain where I rent a farm. That's it. And you're good at sales. I'm going to try and steal you <laughs> for my real estate company. We'll Excellent. See. We'll see. Excellent work. <laughs> All right, Bruno, so before we started recording, we did speak briefly of the fact that you are in sales. But did you always want to be in sales? In a way, I would say Yes. Basically, so my father used to have a company back home servicing and selling dental equipment for the dentist. Right. And so I kind of always had that with him. And I do like this connection with people and trying to help in a way. And I find that selling stuff is a way of connecting with people and offering a service, which also I like. So I'll tell you, yes. Okay. I don't know if it was always like my dream or anything like that, but <laughs> I always envisioned myself in that kind of position, I'd say. Okay, mm. following in your father's footsteps, let's say. Sort of. To be honest, actually, when I came to Australia, it was to escape that. <laughs> because I was working, my my father always wanted me to work with him, and then coming to Australia was meant to be just for six months or so, okay. and, and then go back, and then but then I started. And here you are. Thing, yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought you were a dentist or something. But I remember that you sold your father's dental equipment. Or Adriana, she she's a dental nurse, used to be a dental nurse, uh, hygienist actually. And then now here she's working as a dental practice manager. Yes, you're both very inspiring. It's, it's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Bruno, coming to Australia, whether that's for six months or now for many years, can be very challenging. And of course, life can be very challenging. 
What has been your biggest challenge so far in, in life? It doesn't have to just be coming to Australia. And how did you overcome that challenge? Good question. Let me see. Well, sometimes one thing that comes to my head is actually, as much as I love to be in Australia, is to actually be far from my parents. Mm. And um, so being an immigrant, sometimes you feel like you you lost your roots from your country, but also you can't really have roots here because it's not your country that mm. you're born. So in a way you, f- you can feel disconnected sometimes. And then I think being decent from my parents, something that like everyday struggle, I wish they were here and have a you know, good chat with them because we have a really good relationship. That's then, good. Yeah. So the way they overcome that is basically I call them every morning on my way to work. I give them a video call. Wow. And then on my way to work, I have a chat. My, my parents and my brother. Yeah, That's so, good. Maybe yeah. you speak to them more now than you would do if you lived closer. The thing, when I came to Australia, I was living with them. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> so, I was still young when I came. And then, but yeah, I know what you're saying. As you grow older, you, once you move out of the house, sometimes, yeah, you feel like your parents are disposable sort of thing and well, you lose the connection. Yeah. Sadly. I'm very lucky. My parents moved to Australia as well. Oh, that's good. So they live nearby. Yeah, I'm very, very lucky. lucky. Yeah, I'm trying. They might move in the next couple of years so i don't know like i'm trying to plant the seed yes yeah. of course hopefully they will that's good that's nice the challenge well it's not nice having your parents far away but to have a challenge of that and knowing how you've overcome it that's that was quite a simple one a video call every day yeah oh, that wasn't the question that I, I, I get every day so but that's something that came uh, no that's what i aim easy. to do yeah so that's good nice and easy okay Opposite to the challenge, what's the biggest success that you've had so far? That can be anywhere in your life. It doesn't, again, have to be Australia. What's the biggest success for you that you feel, and how did you achieve that? I think this whole thing, moving to Australia, and also I'll tell a little bit of a story. So I'm the eldest of the my, my brothers, and I was the, the black sheep, let's say. Okay. So as I said, coming to Australia was some sort of like escape, but my parents thought that, oh, maybe it's not going to last. He's going <laughs> to be calling, but he's going to be crying, you know, for money or whatever. <laughs> and and I think just being here and have su- succeeded, as in I have my own house now. Mm. You know, I became a citizen, which is a hard, it can be a hard process depending Very on how hard. you come. Especially because when I came, we were not prepared for that. So we didn't plan to stay. So when you arrive in Australia as a student and, and then you have to come up with, and then you decide to stay, you have to come up with a plan. How is the best way of staying? How is the easiest way to actually stay here to become a permanent resident and then a citizen? So I think that was probably one of the most, the biggest achievements that I had and the house, you know. That's huge, having a house yeah, in so. the beautiful area where you live. Yeah, yeah. So how did you go from being the student to deciding, all right, let's be, let's get residency, <coughs> let's become citizens, we're going to buy a house. That's a lot mm. of pressure and a lot of stress, and it takes a lot of planning. How did you achieve that? A bit of luck as well, I guess. Okay, a- and as we were talking before, connections, I yeah. guess, I reckon that helps, and being open and talkative, I think yeah. that helped me a lot. As my wife would call me sometimes, an asshole. An asshole. <laughs> asshole, yeah, because I make too many questions. Good. I reckon that helps a lot. Okay. You know? So that's how I normally try to open a conversation. Because if, if you're asking questions, that makes the person talk. You know, well, of course. you got to say something. That's right. Normally. So talking, but, making relationships yeah. has helped you to Definitely, become yeah. a citizen. So as I say, we came here as a student. So as a student, you it's hard to find proper jobs because you can only 
work back then. I don't know how these days, but back then you could only work, I think, 20 hours a week. Yep. And then straight away, also your English is not that good. So then when you're looking for jobs, people see that you can't have a full time. So they don't even bother giving you the opportunity. So you end up working as a did like a cleaner, what is the, the dishwasher, also a cashier and IGA, things like that. So while I was working as a cleaner, I was cleaning uh, Toyota Narang offices there. And I was like during the day, I'll, I'll clean hotels. At yeah. night, I'll do that. In the morning, I'll open Kira Surf Shop. So <laughs> I was like doing 60 hours a week or whatever, wow. up and down, working all night shifts and everything. Anyway, and then one of those nights that I was working at Toyota, I was having a chat with this guy. And I was about to apply for my next visa. And I didn't know what to do. And I had to be, normally would be a student. You know, so mm. I had to find a, a course that was on the, uh, on the list, on the list yep. that would give me the, the visa to stay. And I was talking to this guy. His name was uh, Jason. And, and then he asked, oh, what do you used to do back in Brazil? And I thought, oh, I used to work with dental industry. I was a technician there. I said, oh, when you say that, the guy that works here, his wife works for a company that repair dental equipment <laughs> and they're looking for a technician. I wow. can hook you up. Yeah. Yeah, man. Back then, I think I was doing studying at IELTS with okay. Michelle. Yep. So I got the guy's email. So I went to school back then. You didn't have smartphones or anything like that. <laughs> it was a different times. And so I got the, the computer at the school. And so I sent the email to the, the, the these guys, explain, you know, telling them what I used to do and this and that. Michelle helped me to make sure the English was, was correct. And then um, they replied back, yeah, man, yeah, let's catch up. Back then I was working at IJ night shift, so I was doing 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. Wow. And then the guy said, oh, well, let's catch up for a coffee <laughs> tomorrow morning. So, yeah. <laughs> so basically I left my job at 7 a.m., went to catch up with this guy in Bando for a coffee. And during the meeting, the guy said, yeah, no, man, let's, you know, I'll give you a sponsor visa for you to work for me. When he said that, I was like, man, what do I sign? And I didn't yeah. really know how much he's going to pay me. And I was like, I just <laughs> want a visa. Yeah. yeah so, wow. So that was it. And then from there, I applied with Troy <laughs> to get my, my visa. And yeah, got approved and started working with that company. And I was with them for eight years. Fantastic. And I got my citizenship from there. And if well. you were not an ask hole, exactly. then it possibly wouldn't have happened. And there you go. And you would not be here. Exactly. Possibly. Well done. That's fantastic. More people should... Ask more questions, I suppose, <laughs> and you never know what will happen. And take advantage. Mm. Well, that's the luck. You made the luck. Yeah. Right? You yeah. were ready yeah. and you made the luck yourself. You were ready to take advantage of it. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Bruno, what makes you feel inspired? Because whenever I see you, you always seem particularly smiley, happy, with, with good spirits. And I'm, I'm sure that's not always the case, of course, but that's what I get when I see you. So yeah. what makes you feel inspired or like your best self? Oh, thanks for that, by the way. It's uh, probably not seeing me. Yeah, makes no, that, no, definitely, man. No, maybe actually, a little bit. Actually, no, good. <laughs> actually, a good example, the small chat we had before we start talking at this. Yeah, you definitely inspires me you know, to see your transition as well from your business, what you've mm -hmm. been going through, and that, that's very inspiring for sure. That actually well, it is. Thank you. Because I see you as an entrepreneur and then, you know, making your living and you just find your way mm. you know, with connections as well, as we say. So that is very inspiring. Seeing my friends succeed, that's very inspiring as well, you know. In general, people, good relationships, when I see people getting along well, friends or partners, I think that's good. Yeah, I don't know. As I said, I almost try to stay 
with a good spirit and and I normally try to see the good in people you know so that keeps me inspired I guess you have a nice positive outlook definitely yeah that's very good Bruno mainly this podcast is it's about the challenges and inspiration and things like that but also it's for business owners not only business owners but fundamentally if you could start a business tomorrow what would that business be we could click our fingers you can start that business doesn't need to be the one we were talking about yeah, previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's so many, but at the same time, one of my things is I'm working on at the moment is setting goals. Because okay. basically I'm just, I, I get on with life and live <laughs> day by day. So I, I need to, I'm working on setting goals. You okay. know? But one thing that I, I got involved in the last month or so is this type of business. I'm not part of it yet, but I'm, aiming for it so basically you're being mentored to eventually become a mentor and and then from there they have a system that you can create passive income by becoming a mentor okay. right so i don't know um it was i wasn't really planning on that but then with connections it, mm. was, it was really funny like the way i got into talking to this guy that had, we used to ride motorcycles together 10 years ago yeah and just on Instagram, we had we talking general stuff. We were talking about my crypto, you know. Yeah. And then he, he he asked me what else I was up to, and I tell him, man, I'm all, I'm forever looking for an opportunity. I'm always because keep working for someone for the rest of your mm. life, sort of thing. You want to make more money or something like that. But and then he told me about this mentorship <laughs> thing. Oh, would you be interested in me? I was actually looking for a mentor. I just didn't know where to look for it. So I be I've been just listening to podcasts and things like that. So I'm basically going through this process of into this sort of business to then be mentored yep. and then eventually then become a mentor. I don't know. I think that might be something for the future for me. I don't know. Yeah. See how that goes. Excellent. Yeah. And why do you think that you being a mentor would help people, let's say the people living on the Gold Coast, because that's where your clientele would be. Why would somebody need a mentor? I think for the same reasons as I need at the moment, I think uh, a mentor in general, like, you, in my case, I'm, I want to grow, keep growing as a person. And so I want to expand my horizon, you know, and, and, and become always better in whatever, in life in general. And when you have a mentor, the mentor will guide you through those steps to become better or to achieve your goals or, or if like business-wise or relationship, whatever. And... Um, where I've been through so far, I can see the, the difference they are making in my life and, and just by opening my eyes to diff in different ways of seeing things. Yep. So I think that's the, you basically become is almost like a psychologist. Yeah, but, oftentimes. But more direct to actually to the growth rather than problems of your life sort of thing. You're more like actually trying to become a better person. So yeah. it's like a psychologist, but in a, let's say, in a better way. That's a great answer. Okay, so on that, what would be one success strategy or habit or tip that you could share that could help someone begin to take positive action and get more control in their life? That's something that I'm trying to learn now as well. Is okay. The key word is consistency. Okay. I reckon that's the, mm. the biggest one. It's more things like your everyday thing, make notes of your progress of whatever you're trying to achieve uh, and keep track on that and be consistent i think that's mm. the, the main key create good habits that will 
it's called a compound effect. I don't know if you read that book. I did. I, I really recommend. I'm still reading. Fantastic it just book. became like a Bible for me at the moment. So uh-huh. I actually go back and forth, back and forth, you know. So, and I reckon, yeah, consistency is the yeah the compound the, effect. Darren Hardy. That's right. It. I that's read that one. years ago. It's a very good yeah. book. Yeah. Cool. And I, I don't know whether it was him or somebody else, but it was about reading a book, but not reading like one book a month on the type of thing that you are reading, but reading one book. A year, mm. for example. Mm. And so reading chapter one and then for the month practicing the things that are in that. Mm. Otherwise, we try to just read a lot and get the information mm. and don't put it into practice. Mm. There was almost no point reading the book except for entertainment. Mm. So that's what I've told the guys in the office. Right, just read this. This is the thing you're going to practice for the week or the month. Mm. And when you are really good at that, then go on to the next but whatever works for those people. But I think you're right. Consistency well, is good. Yeah, so that's why um, I guess I'm taking so long to read this book. I was like, <laughs> you know, so my, my mentors, are, I have to basically every day uh, write to them what I've been listening mm-hmm. and what I've been reading on that day, every day, and give them a little bit of a summary of what I took either listening or, or, or reading, you yeah. know. And I feel like, geez, I'm taking forever with this book, man, you know, I want to give them more, but it's so good. I just keep going back. So basically what I'm doing, I'm, I'm taking notes on my on my phone yeah. as I read the book and just saving all the important parts. And then once I finish the book, I have all the notes on my phone and basically I just read the important parts, you know. So yeah, of course. So See, excellent idea, as you yeah. should. Yeah. Well done. So be consistent. That's very good. So, yeah. And we don't have too many more left, Bruno. This is going quick. It's fun. Yeah, Time flies when you're having fun. All right. So, Bruno, you are in a real estate agent's office, my office, and you live in a wonderful part of the country, of the Gold Coast. Yep. However, if you could live anywhere on the Gold Coast, where would you choose to live? Anywhere on the Gold Coast. There are a few places that I love on the Gold Coast. I do like Karambing. Yeah. When I first arrived in Australia, I always liked Kurumi, Kurumi Valley, Talibadra. Yeah. I am more like a bush guy than beach, yes. you know. So I do love where I am at the moment. I do love, like, it's basically dream home, dream place. I would happily live where you live. Yeah. It's fantastic. I, I, love, I love that. When we first moved there, even today, people say, oh, man, it's so far. <laughs> you know, it's, like, man, it's not, not really. It's not really. Mm-hmm. Like, as I find quite central, actually. It might be far from the, the closest supermarket, which is like 10 minutes. How often do you go to the supermarket? Yeah, well you basically <laughs> you just go on your way door. from ho- home, uh, I mean, from work to home. Exactly. So it doesn't right. change anything. So, and I love it. And it feels like every time I go home, I'm basically getting to uh, one of those retreats. The energy like is different. Yeah, it's there. good, man. And people say, oh, it's hard work because it's like a farm, mm. my animals there, all the, the plants, whatever. It's, it's work, but it's relaxing. Oh, man, it is it's hard. It can be hard work, so not really, but it's very relaxing and it's hard work digging out ginger from yeah. muddy clay yeah, i'll tell yeah. you that was hard work but it was fun i've just got what did i take out two kilos mm-hmm. i've got minimum 500 kilos wow and maybe a ton Jesus. to dig out but i reckon if it muddy might be easier than if well it's, dry. it's probably easier than when it's, it's dry yeah. yeah so i'm not complaining i'm a very <laughs> lucky man <laughs> and but if you want some ginger you can come and dig it out yourself oh, oh, good i'll <laughs> do that on my way home <laughs> well, i've come to the last question bruno and it's my favorite one what did your childhood smell like my childhood smell like mm. i'll say dirt yeah and trees okay yeah. why dirt and trees because i was always in the bush uh, yeah, okay. playing yeah house trees yeah 
that's why I guess I'm a bush guy. And uh, yeah, it's uh, that's where I like being. I guess. And whereabouts is your small town? You came from a small town in Brazil. Yeah. So as which uh, state? It's Rio Grande do Sul. Okay. So uh, uh, the the southern state of Brazil, and is inland, about an hour from the capital. Yeah. It's similar. Uh, normally compared to Toowoomba, okay. but nicer. <laughs> Because it's, it's best, up in the hill. The best part of Brazil, is that right? Rio Grande do Sul. I don't know. Brazil is such a beautiful country, man. It's hard to... Oh, to that's say a very diplomatic answer. No, man. I, I, I love Brazil nature. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Because you know, I'm a nature guy, so I, Brazil is one of the most beautiful places in, on the planet, for sure. So my hometown is definitely beautiful. Yeah. It's not by the beach. Some people prefer no, living right. by the beach. So it's on the mountains, lots of vineyards. So... You have that kind of Italian French feeling, so it almost everyone got Italian background, as I said before. Yeah. So all the restaurants are Italian. You have that, a lot of like the very strong Italian culture, and so almost feels like not part of Brazil. It's, yeah, I wouldn't say it's the most beautiful place in Brazil, but it's I'm that sure beautiful it's very, place. Very, very lovely. Uh, it's definitely yeah. So but, dirt and trees is what your childhood smelled like. Yeah, Fantastic, yeah. excellent, Bruno. This was a very quick twenty-five minutes. Very quick. Yeah, it was yeah, a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, yeah. Thank you again for coming, and I'm sure we'll have you back. Oh, have you pleasure, back one man. day once I've managed to steal you into the uh, TMI selection real yeah, estate yeah, fold. I'm, I'm, as I said, always open. I wish you all the best with all your ventures in the future. Thanks, man. Guys, thank you very much for listening, and I'll look forward to talking to you in the next one. Bye. <laughs>